husband. Yes, wife. Let's read the Bible. But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing? Because we live in small town USA and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively and we have no idea how to respond? That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics. We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction. And this feed houses our reading of the book of Genesis, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed too. Why are we separating each book? Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material. You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse. That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are, and our supporters can go there and support us, and we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there, so it it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount, so like any support is always appreciated so what exactly is patreon it's a place where you can show your support for our podcast and just our podcast any podcast or any (laughs) performer but you know we're the ones that you know you're listening to right now so maybe you should uh you know support us that'd be awesome that would be awesome but we love you anyway so all you got to do is go to patreon look up sacrilegious discourse it's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there so head on over and send us some love yeah husband yes wife our last couple episodes ran kind of long yeah they were like getting on close to an hour that's boring that's a lot of bibling that's too much bibling that is too much bibling so um let's change up our format a little okay Okay, so we're just going to do two chapters today. All right, sounds good. We're going to do chapters 8 and 9 of Genesis. All right, hang tight, everyone. Yeah. So do you remember what happened last time? Mm, God stuff? Right, Noah stuff. Noah stuff, that's right. There was like a flood and they built the ark. Yeah, God killed all the people. And the unicorns. And the unicorns, fuck her. But not the fishes. But not the fishes. You can't I mean, drown fishes. The fishes are delicious, so. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Genesis chapter 8. Okay. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the floodwaters began to recede. Yay. It was magic. <laughs> the underground water stopped flowing. And the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. The jack torrential rains. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Sure. Okay, hold on. But So 150 days, right? He's already done killed off all the people and all the... Furry, scurrying animals on the ground and all and that stuff, livestock. right? And God moved water when he built the earth. Why can't he just move the shit again? Like, I why do they have to wait, like, another... 
40 days and 40 nights of rain, right? Mm-hmm. Then they got to wait another 110 days before they see dry land. Why can't God just be like, poof? He wanted them magic. to want it. <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's whatever. He's building character. Still an asshole. He's still an asshole. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> two and a half months later, so after they were stuck on the mountains of Venana, two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Jeez. Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. Did they have glass back then? Like, Or was it like a panel that he pushed I out? I think he just used a saw and cut out a <laughs> porthole of wood. Okay. Okay. He released a raven, but I thought it was um, a dove. I thought it was a dove, too. Maybe. But this is a new translation, so. Well, maybe he did a raven before he did the dove. Maybe right. We're this not one doesn't matter. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove ah. to see if the water had receded and it could fi- find dry ground. What was the point of releasing the raven and the dove? I don't know. Maybe they were shitting everywhere and he was like... I can't stand this bird shit one more day. <laughs> but the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. It, How would he know if it found a place to land? Because the doves really like ground. Okay. And so it wouldn't have come back. Okay. It kept coming back because there was no place to land. Except that there's mountaintops. Right. So there's places to land. It just didn't like those places. I guess. That dove was picky shit. Right. So it returned to the boat, and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. Isn't that where, like, the, um, like, when you present somebody with an olive branch, isn't that where that comes from? Like, you're saying, you know, let's... White flag, you know, peace, like... Maybe. I don't know. I think that is. But, like, um, you were wrong, by the way. What? The dove didn't stay on the land. He just brought back an olive branch. It's not like I know the Bible. Oh, I know. I've never read it before. I only <laughs> picked up pieces here and there, so... <laughs> I mean, was I wrong, or was I just, I don't know, Bible stuff? Right, right. Okay. Okay. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Oh, okay. There it is. There it is. I was right. You were right. I really just wanted you to say I was right. (laughs) Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last, the earth was dry. Woohoo! That was that was a long time. They were on that boat for like a year. Yeah. Fuck that. Right? I don't even that like sucks. going on a boat for an afternoon. But I mean, these people live for like hundreds of years, so... It was, or, well... It was but a blink of an eye. Right. I guess Noah's the last... Wait. He's 601 years old, I Right, said. but isn't he like the last one that was going to live a long time? Because remember. remember how he like cut their lifespans and stuff? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, he said that nobody's gonna but I thought that was one of um one of Noah's descendants. I don't know. And now we're just like doing a rewind back in time again. Got it. Okay. Because at some point you're right, he said that 
ain't nobody going to live more than 120 years. So, but now that it's just people that live forever and long times, does God have to redo that thing or is he going to let them live longer again? I really don't know. Okay. Honestly. Because when you kill off the whole planet, it seems kind of pointless, everything you said before that. You would think. Like it kind of like negates the whole thing, like this is a fresh slate type thing, you know? Like times do over. Right. (laughs) Then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat. And all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord. (laughs) I mean, wow. And there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. What the hell? Once again, they are killing an entire species. I, you know, I was never aware that we did sacrifices. Really? As Christian, you know, like I, I am not a Christian, but I grew up in a Christian world, so I was never aware that we were like a sacrificial, um, religious thing. Well, this is pre-Christianity, of course. So right, I guess. Like I think that. The whole Jesus-y thing is that it puts an end to sacrifice. Okay. Because he is the sacrifice. Well, we sure ain't in Jesus land yet, so. No. So, I mean, it's only fair that they're doing pagan bullshit sacrifice things. Right. Okay. So, and the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice. I mean, I know I love me some burnt animal. (laughs) And said to himself, hmm, self I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood. You know, knowing that I fucking made them in my image, everything about them is evil. Wait, so he was ready to scrap the whole thing, like completely. Then he was like, nah, I'll give Noah a chance, right? Mm -hmm. And then then Noah burned some shit, some animals, Mm -hmm. burned some animals. And God's like, that shit mm, smells that good. Smell, that shit smells good. I'm never going to kill everybody again. No, he's never going to destroy the earth again. Oh, okay. He didn't say anything about the people on it. <laughs> okay. All right. I will never again destroy all living things. Oh, no, you were right. Sorry. But some living things, maybe. All the living things. He's never going to kill all the living things. But he might maybe, do a maybe few. Maybe some of them. Certainly the ones that were sacrificed. Right. Yeah, those things just died. That's an entire species wiped out again. Right? No, because they brought on extras for sacrifice, remember? Just the birds. Everything well, maybe else that's what was... They, they didn't say what they sacrificed. Maybe that's what they sacrificed. Okay. So, okay. I guess some birds... But they did say that they brought on stuff specifically for sacrificing. Yeah. You're right. So. You're right. That's just so gross to me. Right? I mean, I guess it's because of conventions and stuff. Like, maybe I'm just preconditioned to think that, but... Right. I don't know. Ugh. As long as the earth remains, continued God, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Okay. That's the end of chapter eight. All right. Be right back. Chapter nine. God's covenant with Noah. Do you know what happens? Um, I know. A rainbow. Oh, that's right. What about, you remember that guy that was crying over the double rainbow in the YouTube videos? No. Oh, what? It was a big thing. Like, there was like this whole thing because this guy starts crying over a double rainbow in the, in the YouTube video. Yeah. 
I never saw that. Yeah. That's weird. It was like a, I don't know, something. It was a thing. Hmm. How long ago was that? A year, five years, I don't know. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> <laughs> then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. He loves to tell things to be fruitful and multiply. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like his favorite phrase. Have all the sexes and make all the babies. <laughs> All the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. So you're not supposed to eat, like, like raw meat? Well, I think he's saying if it's still alive, like, don't just pick up a living cat and take a bite out of it. Okay. Right? I guess. And cook your meat. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, it's probably a thing. I mean, what this is is a rule book for, like, old people back before. Back before medicine? Yeah, so they're like, cook your meat. Cook your meat. Don't eat raw meat, dumbass. Right. You'll get, like, what is it that you get from eating raw meat besides just really sick? Um, is it, um... What is E. coli. E. coli and um, salmonella. That's the one I was thinking of. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. Damn. The blood. Wow. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. Jesus. Good Lord. He's all about the corporal punishment, huh? He is violent. This God is mean. I'm going to go back to it. He's a dick. He really is. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Cruel as shit. How does that work out? Is it? Do you get a pass for taking that human life if it's ordained that you get to take that human life? Right. Because a human has to take the human life. So it's just like this mad cycle of everybody's going to die because... So know. he's like, don't take a human life unless I tell you it's okay. <laughs> right. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. <laughs> I can't even. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. I like how he stipulates flood. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I might use fire. I might use volcanoes and meteors, but it won't be a fucking flood. He's leaving that loophole open. Yeah, yeah. Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It's not a rainbow in this case is not just the sun refracting light. So are all rainbows God given or is it just the one then at that time? I mean, I really couldn't even tell you. Okay, I don't know. I mean, my understanding was that it was just like you said, you know, water hitting particles of water in the air and refracting and, you know, science shit. Science, right. Science. But apparently it's God. It's just magic. Or at least that one time it was God. Butterfly in the sky. And go back to just, yeah. 
I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. I like how he said it's going to appear in the clouds when it's like it's not really in the clouds. It's under the clouds. Right. Or sometimes it's out in the clear sky because it's, you know. Light still refracted. Like a, right. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with clouds. No. no Whatever. Whatever. Never again. Oh, you know what? I also like how he says when I see the rainbow, I'll remember my covenant. Right. Good thing there's a rainbow. Whew, or else God might forget his yeah, covenant. Right. Well, I mean, he has trouble tracking like four people. So, I mean, <laughs> you keep going back to that because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Never again will the floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. He stipulated specifically floods, though, like he multiple did. times. Multiple times. Yeah. It sounds like a sneaky bastard. He really, really does. <laughs> then God said to Noah, Yes. This rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. Like, I know I've said it before, but um, repetitive much? Yeah. It gets a little old. It really does. It's like, come on. Ooh, but this next part sounds fun. Yeah. Noah's drunkenness. <laughs> He's going to have a good old time. Wife's drunkenness. Husband's <laughs> drunkenness. <laughs> Okay, so Noah's drunkenness. The sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. Hmm. So now's the incest. And the incest. I mean, before, there was just random dudes that, random, random people that just like popped up somewhere else on earth. They appeared out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. But now it's all incest from here Now forward. it's all incest. Right. We are all inbred motherfuckers. I got it. Got it. That explains a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground and he planted a vineyard. Ooh, that is something we should consider planting in our backyard. Yeah, that's not going to work. I want a vineyard. Do you know what would happen? What? It would die. Yeah, it would because I don't take care of plants. <laughs> One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Damn. Dear God, not naked inside your own fucking bedroom. What? <laughs> Ham, the father of Canaan, which he already said he was the father of, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers, Have you seen Dad? Dad was fucking naked, you guys. Can you even believe that? What? Dad, naked? Nah, man, nah. That's not what it says in the Bible. No, but I'm imagining the conversation. Right, right. Like, who cares? But aren't they going to tell us the conversation? No, but I'm just like thinking, this dude saw his dad naked and went out and told his brothers like it was a big fucking deal, right? Like, could right. you imagine, like, if you saw your dad naked, would you be like, oh my God, dad was naked. Can you even believe that shit? I mean, maybe. You would be. My dad got drunk at my brother's wedding and like, you know. Kicked over a, you okay. know, a bunch of stuff and but, pissed himself. So that oh was fun. Oh my god, that is not <laughs> something that you say on the podcast. What the well, hell? Well, they don't know who I am. What the hell? Because remember, wrong we're with doing you? It, it's anonymous. Okay, it's a funny story. It, it is, is a funny. Story. It is a funny story. But here's the thing: Would you be like? I can understand you being like, "Oh my god, Dad got so drunk." But would you be like, "Oh my god, Dad was in his own bedroom in his own house and he was naked." Can you even believe that? Like, would you be appalled that your dad was naked in his own bedroom in his no, own house? No, That's the part I'm getting at. Got it. 
Okay. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. <laughs> in his own fucking room, they were like... Good Lord, just walk in and, you know... Just be like, or Dad. Or leave him be. Dad, you doing okay? You need a barf bucket? He's Are you good? working up a bender. God. This is just ridiculous. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. Because <laughs> Lord forbid that oh. you see a penis. Well, they love that shame shit back then. Yeah, the shame, 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 shame. shame. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine. like. And he didn't have any fig leaves sewn over his you know, naughty parts. So You have a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Bad dong. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. What? I fucking hate it when I'm drunk and naked in my own room and somebody comes in and puts a robe over me. So fuck your kid. Right? Noah sounds like a complete dickhead. Yeah. Fuck your kid because you covered me. I mean, not that he had a great role model in God. No. But I mean, he he shouldn't have been mad at the kid he should have just been like y'all can't even leave me the fuck alone when i'm getting drunk in my own tent right yeah like, that's crazy but i don't know what um canaan had to do with it yeah i don't know this whole thing is weird it really is then noah said may the lord the god of shem be blessed and may canaan be his servant may god expand the territory of japheth may Japheth share the prosperity of Shem and may Canaan be his servant. Hmm. That's mean. Right? He is cursing his grandchild. Yeah, that's crazy. For no reason. Yeah, that's dumb. Noah lived another 350 years after the Great Flood. He lived 950 years and then he died. The Good end. riddance. Yeah, seriously. Asshole. Not because he was drinking and not because he was naked, but because... Because he made one of his grandsons a servant because something. But was he even the one that walked in on him? No, that's what I'm saying. He what the fuck? He should have been mad at his kid, not his kid's kid. But he even shouldn't have been mad at his kids. Well, I mean, he could be mad at his kid. Like I would be mad if my kids came into my bedroom and were like, "Mom, I can't even believe you got drunk and naked in your bedroom. Man, we had to cover your nakedness up." Like, I would be mad at them, like, okay, A, I'm a grown-ass woman. I will get the fuck drunk anytime I want. Get out. Okay, next, why are you even in my fucking bedroom? I'm allowed to be naked in my bedroom. And if you don't like it, again, get the fuck out. Nobody invited you in here. But still, to get mad at that level, okay. The level of anger is definitely not Also, apparently Noah could curse people. Like, this sounds like witchcraft. Oh, witchcraft. I'm just saying. It's true. Like, like a pox on your ground. God was cursing people, and now Noah can curse people. Like, And then there was that one guy about the 77 years that sounded like he wanted to try to curse people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like, it was Cain. It was Cain because he was like. No, it wasn't Cain. Cain was the seven years, and then there was some dude in the beginning. It was one of the Cain's great-grandchildren. Right, right. That was like, if you try to kill Cain... Um, seven years on you, but if you try to kill me, 77 years on you. Right, right. He's trying to make his own curse. These people are weird. They are rather uppity. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what's in the next installment. Oh, my gosh. This is just, this is terrible. This book is bad. Right. This is a bad book. That's why we're making fun of it, because otherwise this wouldn't even be, like, 
tolerable. How do people Could you imagine just sitting down and reading it and not making fun of it? How do people like this? It would be boring as shit. How do people respect this? I haven't... Because somebody... I'm missing something. That's why there's a pastor or a preacher or a whatever the fuck you call them. I don't care. That's why they have those people to be like, I'm going to interpret this for you. I'm going to tell you what to think. Because if you read it on your own without somebody telling you what to think, you're going to be like, what the everlasting fuck? It's true. This makes no sense to me. And I do not like it, Sam. I am. Okay. All right. That's we'll it. see you guys next week. Yeah. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.